Hey, what's up, party people? It's TFL Talk Week 4. What's up? Week 4 is in the books, and your boy got a dub. Yeah, I got a dub. Uh, I got a dub. Uh. I got it though, cause Brian didn't start Jared Goff. Uh, uh. Actually, funny funny fact about that is uh, I, I ran the numbers, I did the math. Brian still would have lost by like half a point if he started Jared Goff, which personally, if I was him, I would feel good about that. But also, like, I don't know, you just feel kind of weird. But it, if he would have won, he would have felt bad. So it's kind of like, ah, oh, like, yeah, I fucked up, but I still don't want to, like, lose. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, you guys get the point. We've all been there. We've all been there. So um, what, what, what else is I trying to say here? A um, lot of action in the TFL over the past week. Uh, a lot of guys just really shit in the bed. Uh, a couple defenses didn't come through like a couple people thought. Nagel. Nice job playing playing the Vikings. Nagel, who we'll have on later, who who was in the next segment, if you just keep listening, which is going to be fantastic. Negative nine points from the Vikings defense. You just can't make that shit up. He plays them against the Rams. What are you thinking? John, he's now just he's just rolling with the Browns defense now. And he was only upstaged by, you know, 74 points by FAM. And FAM's team defense had negative nine points. I mean, for Christ's sakes, boys, get it together. Jesus Christ. So as everybody and their mother knows, I got my first victory of the year. And now one and three. Beat Brian. Mike got back to his winning ways, destroying Nagel by like 70 points. Fam over John. And then Zach over Jakey. Incredible victory in Diogo over Dre. Sorry, Andy is the only winless team still left in the TFL. And I'm going to make this quick because like I said we had Nagel on or we have Nagel on I just talked to him sometimes I don't do these like segments in order you know what I mean and uh kid was electric so I don't want to waste your time but there's a couple things I just I need to point out here I'm going to do a a little segment I'm going to call questionable calls and that takes balls John dropping Doug Baldwin real head scratcher there Andy swoops right in picks him up he didn't have an incredible game, but for a guy that needs some playmakers, you think John would hold on to Doug Baldwin? Uh, we'll see. Maybe John will come on TFL Talk and tell us about the thought process there. Or maybe he'll just send a, a mean text in the group chat telling me to go fuck myself and why Doug Baldwin doesn't deserve to be rostered. And then Fam plays the Tampa Bay defense. I mean... I, that's just that's it. Like that's just a bone. That's a questionable call. Why would you play the Tampa Bay defense ever? They're garbage. And he starts Sony Michelle, who hadn't. You know that is a that takes balls. Starting Sony Michelle after so many like so-so weeks, he's getting lambasted in the New England media and in the TFL, mind you. Guy gets dropped by Brian to pick up his second quarterback. I mean, Brian's never made so many transactions. In a week. Of course, he. I, I don't think he even spent a dollar. He drops Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle goes off after Fam. Shows him up by starting him. 
kind of a slap in the face, but it's a ballsy move. And then Jake, earlier today, dropping Demarius Thomas to pick up Philip Dorsett and then dropping Philip Dorsett. That's next level, folks. That is next level. As you can see, me and Jake have an upcoming matchup this week. Kid has no idea what he's doing. He doesn't know who he wants to play. Guys are coming in and out of the lineup. He's dropping guys that are just like, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't know who to play and who not to play. He's dropping people left and right. This, this could be an interesting, this will be an interesting week. I will say that. This will be an interesting week. But I don't want to hide Nagel any further. Let's get to the interview. What do you say? Josh. Nagels up, Bagels. What's going on, Killa? What's happening? How the heck are you today? I'm fantastic. Yourself? I mean, I just have a goddamn smile across my face. How about uh, Brian just flopping at last minute on that? You saw that, right? I mean, sometimes, you know, I think the pressure of TFL talk just gets to be too much. Also, the mention of a threesome from you, I think, kind of scared him off. I think he got a little excited about that. So, who knows? I don't know what it is, man. It's kind of weird. It's like flying to a destination wedding and not showing up. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing, actually. I'm glad you said it. Pretty wild. Yeah. He, he, can, he, he can go fuck himself, yeah, as far as do? I'm concerned. Not much you can do at this point. But, um, hey, glad to have you on TFL Talk. It's been a... A long time in the making, obviously. Happy You've, uh, you know, you're an esteemed, super well appreciated and well liked in the TFL, which I think you should be very proud of. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I, somehow like my words got misconstrued on the on the group text. Like people think there's going to be some like big fucking guest coming on. Like a little, celebrity. Little, yeah, little did I know it's only it's only Nagel. So I mean, that's kind of disappointing, but. Yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, I mean, I, hopefully, I can uh, make them happy. Yeah, so I want to start off with a little, you know, let's not dive right into the the X's and O's here. Fam told us a lot about the dudes' night out in Manchester that night. I want to hear, you know, your version of the story when you were out with Jake, Fam, and Mike. You know, what? How how was that the best night of your life, or what? Uh, it was quite a time, man. Let's be honest. Uh, anytime. Me and Jake start a golfing round by ourselves with a 30-pack. You don't know where the night's going from there. Uh, Fame showed up, got got almost butt naked in the parking lot with people <laughs> around. Uh, changing out of his suit into some golf stuff. It was Lovely. Exciting. A couple of kids walking by. He has no shame, though. Yep. You know how he is. He's trying He's... to ride on the back of the golf cart going to the 10th hole with us. and Classic pedo style. That, you know? But and then it uh, it escalated from there. Um, thought it was a little disrespectful in the TFL talk that a uh, fan forgot that Mike was there until you brought it up. Yeah, that was tough. Um, I don't know if I was that drunk that I forgot Mike was there. I mean, he's a kind of a big boy and um, he makes his presence felt. So he he did buy the tequila shots, did he not? He he bought some kind of shots. I, they were tequila, and uh, Jake swears that they were whiskey. So I don't know what happened. That was one of the funniest lines I've heard in a long time. That was – you don't he, usually see that. He took a shot. He went to the bathroom. He came back, and he's like, I'm not a big fan of whiskey. But <laughs> we weren't drinking whiskey, so I don't know what happened. Uh, he must have been like 
That's what he I must have been like bloodshot eyes, like sweating through his shirt. He must have been in the bag by then. That's when I kind of realized that uh, Jake was pretty drunk, and I figured uh, I must be right there with him. But uh, and then uh, we were having a good time at Murphy's, and Jake did the usual Jake thing, and uh, somehow we ended up at the dairy field. Classic. Um, and next thing you know, he's sleeping on his kitchen floor. Yeah. And I mean, Jess is trying to get him to bed. I guess the espresso didn't wake him up in those martinis. I don't know. Dude. So are you guys going to have a, like a repeat performance? Have you hung out with the boys since or what? What's going um, on? I've seen Fam here and there now that he's in Terra Heights with uh, like seven other people in Nashua. Yeah. But um, no, I haven't seen Jake. I haven't seen Mike. I might try and head out there for the fight on Saturday. Jake's hosting it. But yeah. I'll be working for most of it, so I'm not sure if I'm going to make the commute down to Manchester after. Can you put your goddamn phone on silent? It's like, dude, you're you're beeping through here. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Jeez. I mean, you got to be ready to go here, dude. I thought, didn't you read all the prep material? That's I like don't an know. email. I don't even know how to put a phone on silent nowadays. I'm not a tech guy. I'm a restaurant manager. No IT over here, right? I hear you. What, t- what kind of phone do you have? Is it a flip phone or something? Yeah. <clears throat> One of the cool uh, chocolates, actually. Chocolate. Yeah, you ever have one of those? Never heard of it. Never heard of you chocolate. You ever had a chocolate? It was like the little rectangle thing. Ah, never mind. No, never have. Well, <laughs> regardless, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it does the job. So, thanks for the story. That was beautiful. Um, TFL. You know, this is your second year. A lot of people thought Tuna or Falco should have had your spot. I'm not sure whether you know that or not, but. I heard the rumbles. You know, what do you, what do you have to say to the naysayers that just say, you know, Tuna, you know, talks more trash. Falco's funnier. Falco's better looking. You know, what do you have to say to the people that have that to say? Uh, you know, I mean, Tuna, obviously, one of my good buddies. Falco is right there with him. Um, I mean, what I got out of it is they were both trying really hard for the spot, man. Um, I didn't even know that anything was going on until Zach texted me one day and he's like, I think you're going to get it. And I didn't know what he was talking about. And, uh, <laughs> then I got the call. And then uh, you invited me to the league. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll be in. So I didn't really know that there was a lot of competition going into it, to be honest. Um, I found out that, like, they were trying to bribe people with their vote and stuff. I didn't even know any of that was happening. There was bribery, yeah. That's what I hear. Um, I didn't do any bribery. We were gonna, I mean, we were going to have fucking tryouts. You know, we were going to have you guys all, <laughs> all show up. I heard we were going to do some <laughs> athletic stuff. I don't know. I mean, it was like, I don't know if I'm up for that, but. Dude, we were going to have you guys do PowerPoint, <laughs> PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> uh, I think I would have done pretty well. I mean, those guys are in sales. They have the upper hand on me, but I, I think I'm more of a people person. They can spew the bullshit, but, you know. People yeah. take me how I am, I guess. Uh, you got the overall package, that's for sure. Hey. And then and then I basically gave you the call like Jerry Jones, like you're sitting in the green room during the <laughs> NFL draft. I'm like, hey, how would you like to join the TFL, one of those things? I was pretty excited, man. I mean, draft draft year one was uh, – that was a good way to introduce me, man. I had a time up there. I mean, other than me drinking myself into a coma for the first three rounds, um, I did all right after that. I bounced back. Yeah, you bounced back. Uh, you turned four or five different colors. You you drank forty five different beers. So, I think you earned your stripes pretty quickly. Yeah, there. Uh, I mean, you kind of puked on us. You let us down a little bit, dude. I know. I got sabotaged. John sabotaged me the night before, feeding me shots, playing poker. 
But, yeah. you know, I just I, – that's no excuse. You know, that's on me. I got to be better, you know, and uh, – it's a big day for you, man. The draft day is a big day. I mean, you have a lot of pressure on you, so it might have been the game day jitters too, you know? Yeah, it's mental. It's mental. It's physical. It's emotional. Like, people don't – they don't fucking understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're sweating, they don't. you're sweating after beer one, man. I didn't know if it was the beer or the, the prep, but something was going on. Dude. So. It was fucking unbelievable. Um, I mean, a lot of different – a lot of different – uh, body fluids uh, interacting at the same time didn't didn't make for a good recipe there. Yeah, I mean draft one, the draft uh, year one and draft year two were a lot different. Both good times. Um, excited to see what three will bring. They were completely different sides of the spectrum. I mean draft year one was like a prom house, just get fucked up, eat some food, um, whatever you can find basically. Hopefully uh, John's parents aren't spying on us through the cameras. That idea went through there a couple of times. <laughs> Um, I was petrified to tip another canoe. I kind of got nervous going about 10 feet out in the water that time because of the time before. And then uh, year two, I mean, we got wine and dined by Brian. I mean, yeah. he showed us, showed us uh, his sophisticated side a little bit. You know, that was a nice touch. That, I mean, yeah, draft year two was like a fucking networking event. Yeah. You know, it felt like happy hour with like your boss or something. It was like, all right, like the prime ribs done, you know, have a drink over here. We're going to go down to the, the meeting room. Yeah. It's like, all right, what else? More scenery. I don't know. It was, it was different. I mean, we were, we had a lake and I felt like I saw more scenery in one boardroom. It was weird. It's true. It was, it was intense, man. I mean, very intense. You got a lot of heat for the, the draft board. How do you feel about that? You know, that's just Zach Campbell being a little fucking prick. <laughs> and then John just piling on thinking he's being funny. <laughs> Halfway through the draft, Zach's like, dude, actually, the stickers are like a nice touch, though. The stickers really work. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, man. I, I was enjoying both sides of it. I felt for you, though. I was feeling for you. It's just I like, do I really have to put up with this bullshit? I can't just, you know, can we just fucking... Can I get through this in peace? You know, I'm trying to... Uh, I feel like a fucking a mother babysitting sometimes. Yeah. You, know, you got kids like running around wrestling each other. You got people throwing up on their shirts, <laughs> people throwing food, people complaining, yelling, screaming. It's like, dude, I, you know, yeah. trying to keep all these ducks in a row. That's here. what you sign up for as the commissioner, you know? You tend to take some of that. They, people don't understand, you know? They'll never understand the watch. That's why some people say they're underpaid, you know? But what are you going to do? I hear you. Well, I mean, so you you spoke about the draft festivities. Um, I want to get into your draft, <laughs> the the concreteness of the draft. I mean, you've had a strong start to the season. And draft one was a, a lot different than draft two for you, both in terms of sobriety yeah. and draft strategy. I mean, you've had a strong start to the season, but, you know, as it looks right now, you've re- it, I say you reached on a lot of players. And, you know, you went with Goodwin fairly early. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to even see. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was, in the Derek second Henry, round. I Jesus Christ. I know Derrick Henry was a reach. Yeah, he was tough. He was a tough one to draft. Um, yeah. I haven't played him. I don't think I've played him once since week one, so. Um, <laughs> you draft a guy in the second round and you don't even start. I, I honestly, mean, that's just fucking. I should have dropped him, but I'm kind of just keeping my pride on this one. Yeah, Yeah, there's no point in dropping him. I mean, there might be a point in dropping him. He hasn't done anything. Uh, He's averaging nothing. 
I mean, might as well just not have him. He's averaging four points a game. And then in the third round, you turn around and get the 38th best wide receiver at this point in Amari Cooper. Yeah. You know, you think John Gruden was going to sprinkle some magic fairy dust on him? Well, you know, I think he still has some promise to turn it around a little bit. He had a big game last week. Uh, it was against Cleveland, uh, so it happens. But he's playing the Chargers this week, so we'll see what he can do. Posted 22 for me last week, so I think he's going to have a little comeback. Uh, we'll I'm not sure, man. I mean, the Vikings D really kicked my ass last week. I didn't appreciate Jake chiming in and telling me what I did wrong with uh, <laughs> not benching him or whatever. I don't know. I, I got nervous. Thursday night just creeps up on you sometimes, man. Yeah. Thursday night does creep up on you. But That's for sure. Who thought that uh, the Vikings-Rams game was going to be like a 2003 game of Madden? Uh, it was a fucking joke. Yeah, right before the game, I threw in, like, the Rams defense. I was like, yeah, Kirk might shit his pants on Thursday night, and then it's just a fucking shootout. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, it, I mean, the Vikings, they put up a good fight, but they just – they looked outplayed. They stayed in it, but uh, the Rams are fucking good, man. They're really good. They're too nice. They scare me. I don't like it. I don't like it at all, to be honest. But, yeah, going back to my draft, it was a little scattered. Um, the people I reached so you, on didn't do well. The people that I slept on are doing well. I don't know. I got Le'Veon who's saying he's coming back. Who knows if he'll be there, be somewhere else. Hopefully, I mean, if he plays, he's going to be good no matter where he is. Um, that's about it. I don't, my team sucks. I'm just going to be you've got, flat out. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mark, Marky's good one in the fourth round. You haven't even like played the game. Yeah, I know. All the, all the noise about my team sucking, I've been agreeing with I. I mean, I'm not gonna say it in the group chat, but yeah, it's not good, man. <laughs> but you'll say it on you'll say it on TFL. Yeah, talk, why man. not, man? I mean, I'm I'm on stage. I mean, I can't hide it anymore. But um, Dude, if, your whole draft is just if you just only had the players in the ninth and tenth round, you still might be three and one. Yeah, Drew Brees in the ninth, Michael Thomas in the tenth. That's all you. I know. Mean. I mean, they they both. I don't know what happened. They they hit last week, and obviously my team didn't do anything. So it kind of shows uh, where my strength is. I got them and Carlos Hyde right now, and that's about all my team's got to offer. So, hopefully, Le'Veon comes back and we'll do something. I just hope I'm 500 by then. Speaking of Le'Veon Bell, so you're not you're you're throwing in like the towel here. You think you're gonna run off a couple losses, or you're just being like overly modest, trying to seem like a nice guy? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm playing John this week, so I think I'm gonna win. His team kind of my team did awful last week, and his team did worse. So I don't even know what <laughs> word you want to use for that. Atrocious, maybe. But, so, I mean, I think I might have a W here. So, that will bring me to 4-1. and one, And then, I don't know, man. If I can just play mediocre ball from there on, um, I'll be okay. <laughs> play mediocre ball. That sounds like a recipe for success. That's it. And then week nine, I'll have Le'Veon back uh, running the ball somewhere. So Le'Veon Bell. I'm glad you brought him up. So, it's week – I mean, we're going into the fifth game, right? Yep. He's coming back, like, week eight or nine. That leaves you, you like – you know, the, the season's 12 weeks long, so that's maybe three games, maybe four. Mm-hmm. Is Le'Veon Bell on the trading block here? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, my wideouts aren't atrocious. They're, I mean, I have Michael Thomas, so I don't need a wideout, really. I have him. You, got, you list one wide receiver, so you say you don't well, need any more. Funches, what kind of fucking reasoning Devin is that? Devin Funches is good. I mean, Amari's mediocre. And then, I mean, my my running backs aren't too fucking great, man, so. Carlos Hyde's holding me down, so I kind of need a running back. So I'm holding on to Le'Veon. Um, 
obviously if a crazy offer came through, but that was my first pick, man. I can't just give him away before I even see what he can do. Dude, don't let your emotions blind you. I mean, be practical here. Uh, if I can get a blockbuster deal out of it, maybe. You know, if someone's going to throw me in, like, Ven- uh, Venetary or something, I might take it. But other yeah. than that, he's on his, yeah, he's be, on his last season, be huge. you know? So. Well, I think. That's good to know. <laughs> so if everybody out there, all two of you listening, <laughs> work, work up those trade packages for Le'Veon Bell. He's on the market in case that's, that's what I heard. I'm not sure what you guys are listening to. So, I mean, I, I was actually just looking through the teams before I got on this because I didn't want to, like, sound like a schmuck and I have no idea who people have. And for someone who talks a, lot, a whole lot, uh, Jake's team, I mean, he puts up points. It's not that great it's, of a team, man. Yeah. I would, yeah. I mean, I would talk a lot more trash if I wasn't playing them this week because talking trash the first couple of weeks started me 0-3. But I'd love to hear you talk more about Jake's team. So, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, uh, he can't be this good. I mean, he is – I mean, I watch him. He's good. But he's got to fall off at some point. And this kid's got Darius Geis on the IR, man. What is going <laughs> on? Is that, like, going to be a sleeper? Is that going to be his keeper or something? It could be a keeper, yeah, for next year. At worst case, he could trade it to someone else who needs a keeper. I don't know. I mean, how bad? That's a savvy how move. How bad are you hurting for a keeper? I don't know. That one. I mean, he's got Patrick Mahomes. What? What? What round did he draft him? Dude, not everyone came into the fucking league gifted Michael Thomas. Yeah. Because fucking Russell drafted him in like the fourteenth <laughs> round of his rookie year. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, you have David Johnson, so you can't say much. You've been riding him for a little bit. He's not having the best year though. So. Yeah, he's not. He's on the trading block. But. Yeah, I mean, the teams are looking good. I mean, I'm not very really intimidated by anyone, so that's why I think I still have a still have a shot. You look through the teams before you get on because you don't want to sound like a schmuck, and all you have to say is Jake's team sucks and everyone else's team looks pretty yep, good. That's it. I mean, <laughs> Mike, Mike. That's put analysis, a, boys. Mike put a clinic on me. I mean, Mike's team's good, man. I think that uh, he just can't play them that much defense. I mean, you can't play defense for anything, man. I don't know what you That's got true. going on. but The fucking schedule maker fucked me. You and Dre. But Dre's team's not putting up any offense either. He's just he's just in the dirt. Him and John down there. So, I mean, I thought my team sucked. And these guys are – I'm outscoring both of them. They haven't scored 400 yet. I know. That hurts. It's tough. That's definitely brutal. But you can't have that. No. Not the best thing I've ever seen. But – this is actually the first episode of this that I've done just 100% sober. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. I actually just made a Kraft mac and cheese, and I'm drinking Bud Light right now. There you go, buddy. Mac a... and cheese and Bud Light brings you right back to UNH, doesn't it? I haven't it? had Kraft mac and cheese in like probably like six years. I don't know if it did it for me. I don't. I think this is why I don't eat it anymore. But yeah, it's pretty much made for children and like. People on welfare, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I mean, I'm not even drunk, and I did that. I'm I'm sober. I cracked my first beer with it. That really calls your decision making into question. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting a clearer picture of why you uh, took Derrick Henry in the second round. Now, well, I came back from Foxwoods this morning, and I was hungover, so thought mac and cheese might not be a bad idea. A little one one day trip yesterday to Foxwoods. Yeah, um, by yourself? No. Um, I went with an ex-girlfriend. It's not the best move I've ever done, but, you know, 
She's an escort. Don't lie to yourself. Uh, I mean, she's used as it, basically. <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's heartwarming. Hopefully, uh, TFL talk doesn't get too big and she hears that one day. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you haven't said any names, so yeah, that's true. But sure, uh, someone could connect the dots. Yeah, so if if someone knows that's about them, they're gonna know. But yeah, it was good. Played some craps, a little roulette. Did you finish up or down? Uh, up. I went home up two hundred. I was up a lot more, but you know how it goes. You you feel like you're gonna win a million, and then yeah, just, I had to spend a little on the lady. Maybe take her to to a nice dinner over there. Uh, no, I bought her a couple of drinks. She I wasn't gonna buy her dinner. Yeah, just get her boozed up. That's all you need. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. I got myself boozed up. I mean, she she was good at watching me gamble. Pretty much explains why she's your ex girlfriend, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, I got her boozed up. Uh, you know, didn't buy her anything to eat, but yeah, I got a decent meal out of it. You know, she got no souvenir, I'll tell you that. I wasn't buying anything from the gift shop on the way out. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, was, real class act. Yeah, uh, you know, I try to be a gentleman when I can. I love that attitude. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're in the TFL. Yeah, right there. I'm uh, yeah, gentleman and a scholar. You know that. Yep. That's that's what they told me. And um Yeah, fair that's just a liberating story. That's great. So, you know, you've been in the TFL for like a year, year and a half now, year and a quarter. Yeah. You know, who's been the biggest disappointment to you so far? Like entertainment wise or it's an open ended question for a reason. Mm. You know, the person I don't hear a lot from is uh, Diogo, man. I don't know where he went. I think he's off the grid. He moved, right? He's out in Nashua? Yeah, he's down in uh, Waltham. Oh. He's near the Celtics practice facility, so he can sell the guy's weed. Nice. Is that working out yep. for him? I'm not sure. I haven't talked to him, much like you. I'll have to ask him about it. Um, yeah. Don't ask in the group chat. You're not going to hear a, re- a response on that. I know. But... I mean, he's more quiet than I am, and I'm, I'm pretty quiet. I mean... I'm usually working a lot, so I'll open up, like, 75 notifications, and it depends how I feel or whether or not I read them all. Um, I try to. I definitely try to get around to it all, but I don't see his name pop up that much. So, um, for that, I mean, I haven't seen Diogo. So, he's been a pretty big disappointment on the entertainment factor. Um, <laughs> I love the kid. I just don't see him at all. That's true. Um, Jake, Jake's right where I thought he would be. He talks a lot of shit. He doesn't really know what he's talking about all the time. He did put me on blast for something that he knew that I didn't, though, so I can't talk to him about that too much. What was that? Um, benching a defense the day of. I didn't, yeah, I fucked up last week on that one. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, dude, you could have just taken him out of the fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think that one. You was left there. him in there? Yeah, I left Jesus him in there. Jesus Christ. And they got me minus nine, so. Yeah, you're an idiot. Um, you know, I was pretty actually surprised on how much Dre knew football on last TFL talk. Not to shame him at all. I just didn't know he's that big of a football guy. So, oh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, man, I mean, no real disappointments. Brian hasn't sent me any of his cookies that he's been baking every day. Uh, that's pretty good. He's baking cookies? Hey. Oh, that's what Jake's talking about? That's like a real thing? You haven't seen any of like, his Snapchats or anything? Like every day. I thought Brian deleted Snapchat. I don't know. Snapchat. I'm seeing it on some social media. Maybe Instagram. 
Snap face? I don't know, something. He's doing something, but he's baking a lot of cookies with his grandma, and uh, he hasn't sent any out, so that's probably what he's doing right now, to be honest. He's probably baking more cookies. Are they, are they like, just regular cookies? I have to ask, like, just out of curiosity. Um, uh, it was, looks like they've been doing a couple of different varieties. I think I saw him baking a bread or something the other day, or a pie, so... It's kind of crazy that he hasn't sent any out to anyone. I mean, you're the commissioner. I thought you'd get the first dibs on that. Uh, you would think. But, I mean. I'm going to have to talk to him about that. Yeah, you could actually advertise this on TFL Talk. But he's just not a business guy. He doesn't think that, I guess. So. I think he's using the cookies for nefarious activity. Maybe. I don't know what he's doing over there. But he he's stockpiling the cookies. Maybe he's selling them. Maybe he's doing some side work. I don't know. Maybe he's shipping them to Diogo and he's selling them to the Celtics players. <laughs> you never know. I think we're going to have to do a private investigation on this. Something's going on. I mean, Zach's getting a little bigger. He might be on the cookie diet. Um, I yep. don't know what it is, man. Have you noticed how when Zach shows his food to everyone on Snapchat, it like looks like something you would have like turned down eating in like high school, like in the hot lunch line? What it? it what it kind of reminds me of is, like, you know when you walk into, like, a fast food place and, like, McDonald's or Burger King, they have on the wall this picture of a Whopper that looks absolutely, like, delicious. And then you get it, and you're like, oh, this is what it is. Yeah. He keeps like giving you the picture like. of what it is. He doesn't bulk it up. He doesn't advertise. It doesn't make it look good. He just gives you what it is, like, cut and dry. And it, yeah, it never really looks that great. But he's yeah, like pumped. The, the... He's pumped. <laughs> Like, let me put some ketchup on just a chicken patty with a uh, like a very bland <laughs> bun, and send this to everyone on Snapchat. That's yeah, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Give us something here, like a little showmanship goes a long way. Bulking up. I mean, at least put the lettuce and tomato. If you're not gonna eat it, fucking throw it in the trash after. But you're taking a picture here. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, act like you've been there. Act like you got some fucking sense. He, I don't know. We don't want to see very, that. He likes what he eats. I'm sure, like, I've gone out to eat with the kid. He goes to nice restaurants and stuff. Never get a picture of a nice meal. He gives you a chicken patty, plain bun, nothing on it, and he snaps about it every day. So, he says he's a plain bagel, firm mattress, black coffee kind of guy. That's it. But And then he goes out for, like, these five-star restaurants, and you don't get a Snapchat about it, you know? Yeah, it's like he goes to the supermarket and just picks up, like, plain white bread and dino nuggets <laughs> and ketchup. <laughs> but he's just becoming a house off of it so i don't know maybe he's getting the healthy kind i don't know what he's doing over there maybe he just never takes a shit that could be it he's just bulking up he's good for him he's doing it the, the caveman way yeah maybe he's just full of shit that could be it yeah that's my guess that, that is true that might be it all right well patriots indy tonight how many how many points are the patriots gonna win by well the line's at 10.5, I saw. Um, I think it's going to be like a 17-point game. That's Indy's it? Indy's banged up. Maybe 24. I'll go 17, 24. We'll meet in the middle. I'll say it's going to be a 20-point win. Um, Indy's banged up, man. They're bad. They don't have T.Y. Hilton. They don't have Doyle. They don't have Mac. They don't have anybody. They got to make luck. Just try to, like, throw deep because you can't. Yeah, I mean, he can't do anything right now. I mean, he's not a – he's a competitor. He's going to make the game interesting when he can. But this is a game that he just can't make interesting. 
His arm looks like a noodle, dude. Yeah, well, he hasn't been very healthy. I mean, I don't know. He's, he's an awesome Of course, defender. I drop him, and then, he, and then he scores like 28 points, but whatever. Yeah, I benched him last week, and then he had a good game. So, I don't know, but they're just bad, man. Indy, you know, you put this game on Thursday night years back, and this would be an awesome game, but this game is just not going to be what it's cut out for. Yeah, Peyton Manning's not walking through that door. Uh, they'd probably be better off with him at this point, even how old he is right now. Andrew Luck doesn't look great, and they have no weapons for him. So, I think it's going to be a blowout. Pats are coming back. Edelman, I think, is going to probably catch, like, I'll say a modest 80 yards. I don't think he's going to go too crazy. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, Josh Gordon can catch a couple and break loose. That would be a nice – Nice touch. I'd, I'd like to, First time Edelman and Gronk have been together in a long time. I know, and you throw Gordon in there. I mean, this could be a good game. It sh- should be exciting. What do you think of uh, Sony Michelle? You think uh, last week did him some justice? You think he's- listen, listen? I asked the fucking questions here. All right, all right. Well, I'm just asking. I'm just man. kidding. I want to know about go, go, it. I want to know your thoughts. What do I, dude? Sony Michelle is a fucking kid's a talent. He started young. I mean, he started off a little rough. Uh, but the whole Patriots offense started off rough. Yeah. As we get Julian Edelman back, it'll open things up for the run game. It makes us less predictable. Dude hits the hole hard. I just my only complaint through the first couple of games was he just in the passing game he didn't look like he really was a hundred percent sure what he was doing. No, no, he was focused he was, on hitting the holes. He had no idea where he was supposed to be out there. It looked like on the passes. Because when James White goes out, he like is absolutely seamless with Brady. And Brady should be able to hit a running, running back coming out of the backfield. Like, it shouldn't be, like, an incompletion. No. Especially with no one sitting there. And Sony dropped, like, three balls in the first two weeks. I was like, Jesus. It looked like he thought that there was no chance of the ball going in his direction. Like, yeah, and he was like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, he's passing it to me. All right. Well, I had no idea this was coming. Yeah, right off his fingertips. And it was like against the Jaguars, too. I was like, I don't even know why this guy's even out there. Yeah, I don't know. They should have went with the safety but safety and uh, James White, but they didn't. My concern is now that uh, Sonny Michelle had a big game, um, this might be the game that Bill Belichick decides to use him twice and use James White the entire game because that's what Bill Belichick does. This is like the unnamed – the, uh, like the unknown running back type of game. Do we have some like running back? This would have been like Jeremy Hill's game where we just like, he just gets 200 yards. That's what he's going to do. The Colts, we always do that to the Colts. That's what we do anytime a running back has a breakout game. Belichick's like, good game. Take like three weeks off. I'll bring you back. Uh, I, who was that? Doesn't make who was that guy, uh, Gray from a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yeah. He was a beast for like two games and we just never heard from him again. Yeah. He did the same thing. He had like three touchdowns, one game. And then the next game, they used James White, and then they just kept using different running backs until, like, what the fuck happened to Gray? Is he hurt? I think they just made him inactive, a healthy scratch once. And I was like, that makes no sense. It's exactly why I never uh, have Patriots running backs on my fantasy football team. It's a dangerous, dangerous thing to do. It is. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure, Nagel. It has. It has. You know, really enjoyed my – past 30 minutes and 35 seconds with you here yeah um you know real class act you're you know a real jackass sometimes but uh i I don't care i don't i don't care what they say about you i think you're an okay guy i'm just uh 
I'm, I'm pulling for you, man, but uh, that one and four start might be coming. First of all, <laughs> you're not pulling for me. Second of all, that one and four start ain't coming. Because, dude, you, you looked at my team. You, you know they're too nice, dude. You know what's coming. You know. Nobody, nobody has a deeper team, one through however many ro- spots are on the roster. You can put up bench points, but it's not, it's not going to the total. That's the problem with that. I mean, I like I like the mixing pick because I got mixed in my other league, but that's about all I like on your team. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I pre- that, that feels good. That way to send me off into Thursday night with some confidence. Anytime, too. man. You you doing anything for the game? I'm gonna hit up a cigar bar with uh, my only friend in Pittsburgh. Actually, I have two friends, but I'm going with one of my friends. One of them is unavailable so. tonight. Pre is out of town, just the boys night, you know. Right. Gonna go get a little smoke some stogies. Get fricked, smoke a couple stogies, drink some scotch. Nice. Watch the Pats put the beat down and be in bed by halftime. You got any Pats bars out there? No. No. Not in Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> they would have been burned down already if there was. Yeah, maybe there's like um one of those speakeasies, but like a Pats bar style one. Dude, that would be rich. Maybe you should open it, man. There you go. Maybe I There's should. Enough. You got you, And, like, not like a usual speakeasy where it's, like, okay if you don't know the password. Like, for this one, you have to fucking know the password. Yeah, you let anyone in there. Like you said, they might burn the place down. Password is Tom is the goat. That's that's a dead giveaway, though. You got to do something people don't know. Yeah, but only Patriots fans would know that. Actually, that's not true. What am I saying? Everyone. But if you're not a Patriots fan, you probably wouldn't say that, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know what I mean? They probably, in their eyes, think that Big Ben is the best quarterback that's ever played the game. Probably. So, and we all know that's not true. At least we can agree on that. Yeah, we agreed on something today. I enjoy it. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for coming on. Like I said, pleasure. Real nice talking with you. It was mine. We'll see you in the group chat. Good luck this weekend. Enjoy your boys' night. All right, I will, kid. Later. Later. That kid says the darndest things, doesn't he? Unbelievable interview. Kid's got talent for days. Definitely going to have him back on TFL Talk. And uh, interesting to see that, or to hear that he thinks his team is actually trash. I was under the, the impression that he was so deluded he actually thought he had a very talented team. But that was refreshing to hear. Um, in other news, leading up to this week, two of the big games, Zach against Mike G. Actually, every game in the most is a pretty big game. Me and Jake facing off. Okay, that's got implications. I can suddenly be tied with Jake if I beat him. Which obviously would take, you know, Mike and the teams. We got to play our best ball. That's a strong team. We got to play our best ball. Zach against Mike. Zach's sitting atop the, uh, atop of the most right now. Him and Nagel. So, he's got to keep winning. Mike's on his heels. And then the game of the week, Diogo and Fam. Uh, you know, it's just, that's, it is what it is. Let's, let's look at the preview here. Let's look at the box score. Who's going to, Fam doesn't have a defense up there yet. Dio going with Josh Gordon, riding the hot hand with Calvin Ridley. I mean, Brady's going to have a monster game tonight, probably, unless they hand the ball off a million times. McCaffrey's been a beast so far, but, uh, Fam's right on his heels. I'm going, I'm going with Fam. I don't think Josh Gordon and Calvin Ridley 
Kevin Love did not play very well. I don't think Josh Gordon plays very well. Um, I'm going with Fam, riding the hot hand. I'm going with the little Asian man. You boys have a good time watching the game tonight. I will see you in church. And uh, yeah, go fuck yourself.